When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sammy Evans, been good enough to jump on the line. Welcome to you, Sammy. Great to have you on. Great to be with you, Dwayne. You know what? If you've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. You want to see your teams play well this time of the year, but what do you want most of all? Just not anyone to go down injured. And some really disappointing news out of North Melbourne as we go to air now, Dwayne, via Riley Beveridge at the AFL website. Riley's reporting a blow for North Melbourne on the eve of round one. Ben Mackay dealing with bone stress in his right foot, and he's set to miss the start of the season. So that is a terrible blow for, for Benny Mackay, who had a, well, a variety of issues last season. Managed the 15 games, Dwayne, but he had a concussion at one point, a shoulder at another, a knee at another. He was suspended, I think, for a game along the way as well. We know how important he is. He's out of contract this year as well. But uh, according to the AFL website, he's going to miss the start of the season for Alistair Clarkson's North Melbourne. Yeah, that is nasty news. Uh, have you got any good news for us while you're <laughs> on, Sam, just to, to balance it up a bit? Well, hopefully good news coming from Geelong in the form of Mitch Duncan. Now, we know he's been battling uh, his own fitness uh, issues at the moment. He's got a calf injury that he, I think, initially copped in early February. Dwayne, it's been, they've treated it patiently, Geelong, and you can understand that. If we learn anything from that club last year, is that they're, they're uh, conscious of carefully managing their star veterans and resting them and managing them carefully in mind of the bigger picture. Well, he's probably not going to play around one. In fact, Paddy Dangerfield uh, said on Waitley, Jerry Waitley this morning, he was touch and go. But they're flown into Adelaide for a little mini pre-season camp uh, mm. to get over this calf injury. So they've got Dr. Steve Saunders over there, the Cats consultant. That's where he's based, of course. So just freshen up as much as anything mentally as it is physically. So Mitch Duncan uh, has gone over to, uh, to Adelaide to try and get himself right, which will hopefully... Uh, be good news eventually for the Cats in the early part of the season. Yeah, that'd be a big loss. So if Tom Hawkins can't come up for round one, if well, Jack Henry's not available, and if Jeremy Cameron's partner, wife, goes into labour, then he won't be available either. Mm. So uh, that could be a different-looking Geelong lineup to take on Collingwood at the MCG, which is a game that Collingwood would look at that they could win anyway, even if the Cats were stacked. Yeah, and just while we're on the Cats on this Geelong membership day, of course, we know Joel Selwood won't be there, the former captain, but he will be uh, in the sense that he's going to do a lap of honour with the 2022 Premiership flags. So not an unfurling. That'll take place uh, down at GMHBA later in the season, but uh, uh, not an unfurling. Maybe it's a, a show-off of the flag, if you like, uh, at, a, <laughs> oh, at a chance. We'll come up with a better term than that. The Cats showing off at the MCG in front of Collingwood fan. Maybe an unveiling, if you like, right. of the flag. I don't know. We get bogged down in <laughs> semantics. Uh, how many unfurlings can we have, Dwayne? Regardless, Joel Selwood's going to go around. And this is part of the reason why this game's at 7.40. I know you were speaking about start times earlier in 7.50, which is a bugbear for not all, but for some. 7.40 was a special request put in by the Cats to perhaps start this game 10 minutes earlier so that at the back end, keeping in mind they want to get as many Geelong members there as they can for a home game to open the season and to say thanks to Joel Selwood to get them home at a reasonable hour as well. That long trip down the highway, the trip that you so often make, Dwayne, they don't want them doing that too late at night. So they've managed to, well, twist the AFL's arm and get it shifted forward 10 minutes. Yeah, nice. Hey, just on our discussion yesterday about GMHBA Stadium, so Mm. I think around 6pm last night, Josh Barnes in the Geelong Advertiser posted a story headlined, Geelong to avoid fixture changes due to new stand construction issues. The story detailing that the Cats will not lose their GMHBA home game to Melbourne to the MCG. So uh, after a good discussion between us yesterday, um, 
someone from the Eddie has confirmed that that's not going to change that Geelong Melbourne fixture, which is pretty good news for Cat fans to hear. You got some Adelaide news as well, have you? Yeah, look, Brody Smith. Uh, he's uh, spoken to the media today over there. Always good listen. I find Brody Smith, Dwayne, and he says the three-year rebuild, is fact, is over now at the Crows, and the time for winning is now. In fact, he said we're expecting to win games now. We're not hoping to win games, and he's put finals firmly on the agenda for Matty Nix's Crows. They're pretty strong comments from Brody Smith. They've been really impressed in the preseason, of course, does that and will that translate to the home and away season? There are, I don't know what you've made of them, Dwayne, but from what I've seen, they're a hard, they're an honest side. They've built clearly a contested ball brand. They will take some scalps this season for those who come underprepared, I suppose, and that was certainly Carlton at uh, Adelaide Oval last year. Can they do it consistently enough to perhaps ask some questions of, uh, of the existing top eight and who knows, maybe sneak in? Yeah, it was... Amazing, really, to watch. I know they've done it the last couple of years, but it's hard to sustain that effort-based game plan mm. for 24 weeks. So they're going to have to do that. But, boy, when they bring it, you know, if it's, if it's three out of every four or whatever, then they're going to be fantastic to watch. And they might actually, you know, they might rival Port Adelaide. They might knock Port Adelaide down the pecking order when it comes to the number one team in SA by the end of the year. There's a lot of Crow fans talking that up, that Port Adelaide's opportunity in the sun to win a flag uh, might be over and these two could be ships passing in the night, MCG Surface, how are we going replacing uh, Ed Sheeran's grass? It's happening. It's like when you've got one of those 2,000-piece jigsaw puzzles, though, Dwayne. It just takes time, and you have some bits that you just can't solve. Well, I've seen a photo from Channel 7's Blake Johnston at the moment, so slowly coming together. But, geez, it's a momentous size, and the scope of this turf replacement is huge. Obviously, the biggest ever down there. It's 10,000 square metres. Not unplanned for, not underprepared, just a big job. Now, I've checked in with the Adelaide Oval as well. I, I can't uh, tell you what condition the Adelaide Oval is at the moment, but there was a lot of rain last night for Ed Sheeran. Rained heavily again this morning as well. Same stage set up, of course, right in the middle of the Adelaide Oval. Admittedly, only one concert, so we'll see how they go with potentially their turf replacement, and Ed's off to uh, to Perth now for that Sunday night show at the Optus Stadium, and they've got a pair of games in round two. So, you know, tight turnarounds in Adelaide and Perth as well, but uh, the MCG, for their part, just coming together slowly, Dwayne, but they're completely calm. There was a murmur, a rumour, if you like, this morning that, in fact, they didn't have enough turf, but that is complete and utter rubbish. They do, and uh, it'll be laid, and we'll see how it goes. And were you talking herringbone today? I heard you on breakfast <laughs> talking right. about you like there's a specific pattern of grass lane that you like the look of. Well, You're Bre- talking some Greek mosaic pattern? There was a French classic pattern, I believe it's right. termed. Now, that's uh, too difficult to describe on air, but I love the intricacies of that. I'll, I'm having a look at it, though, because, you know, Wisp and Gary, they um, fancied themselves as farmers and farmers and, and borderline landscapers, uh, Dwayne. They're talking herringbone, brick pattern and the like. How is it actually going to be? Well, it looks like it, what I can see, it looks like big hay bales in the middle of the MCG, so though. It comes in big rolls. I'm not sure if they roll it out. I'm assured they don't. Who really cares? As long as it knits and stitches and stays in place and there's not an incident on March 16. Hopefully they won't be. Were they always going to replace the grass yep. pre-round one anyway, yes. whether Ed was here or not? Oh, well, they know Ed is going to be here for so long, I, I right. can't answer that. But what I am told is that during a season, the MCG always have this turf grown. They do replace turf throughout the year. HG turf for the contractors there. They grow it off-site. So they have it prepared anyway for, for um, incidentals or for, for regular changeover of turf anyway in season. So, it's look, it's a, it's a recipe they follow, just not to this scale. And it's 2.16. We've got to 2.16 without the mention of any other sport outside of AFL today. And I've mentioned that I've got... Xavier Cook's coming on. So do you want to throw in some other sport just for, for the variation? I love the live, and we spoke about this with Jared Waitley earlier, the live PGA battle at the moment. Yeah, I, like, I think 
there has not been a fear, more fierce opponent of Liv than Rory McIlroy, I wouldn't have thought. And here he is on the eve of the Players' Championship, Dwayne, with the biggest softening we've ever seen. In fact, saying that the introduction of Liv has actually brought some changes, mm. prompted the PGA to change when they've had no incentive to change because they've been the only fish in the only pond out there, to, to be progressive and to perhaps move with the times. And he said innovation has to be good and, and that's been brought on by Liv. So I thought that was big of him to admit that when he's been so far in one corner and aligned with the PGA. Live and let live. <laughs> I like it, Sammy. Pretty... Oh, that's why you're the best in the business, Pot. Unbelievable. <laughs> Crazy good, in fact. <laughs> and a bit of Champions League happened this morning as well. It did indeed. Uh, the Blues, Chelsea. Geez, they've been under the pump in the league, Graham Potter's men, but they beat Borussia Dortmund uh, 2-0. They had their nervy moments at Stamford Bridge, Bridge, but there was big relief around that stadium when they secured their path to the quarterfinals. 2-0, 2-1 on aggregate against the Germans. Chelsea through the quarterfinals there, Pot. Love your work, Sammy. Sammy Edmund, SEN Chief Reporter. Thanks to Coolabar Turf. Speaking of turf, Victoria's premier supplier of instant lawn. So if you want a herringbone in your backyard, then uh, it's there at Coolabar Turf.